his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. And we are back with uh, Beach & Company. I'm Sandy Beach. The, uh, the advantages and disadvantages of working from home. Okay, uh, here's the disadvantage. I am uh, I'm sitting on a chair between a giant piece of furniture that holds the computer and all that sort of things and a big metal cabinet. I am between them, which means that I can't flail my arm. I'm Italian. I'm used to flailing my arms out, emphasizing sentences, pounding on the desk occasionally. And I can't do that here because I'm like crimped in a corner. That's uh, that's the big disadvantage of working from home. The advantage uh, I can um, I can have adjustments whenever necessary. You can't do that in a studio. Well, you could if you don't want to work there too long. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you find the same uh, disadvantages and advantages, uh, guys. Well, I don't do much broadcasting from home, so uh, no, unless on Saturday does. morning, Buzzy does. Buzzy does. Do you find uh, what I'm talking about? Uh, the disadvantage of uh, at home, if you're Italian, you're not Italian, but I'm Italian, we talk with our hands. We move them around. And when I get really angry, I pound the desk. Well, I can't pound this desk. It's my desk. I don't want to enter the desk. I, as you know, I'm, I'm also I'm not Italian, but I do talk with my hands. Uh, maybe it's the upstate New York in me. I don't know. Uh, uh, the advantages of working at home are, like you say, when the show's over, you're right there. Uh, you're but there. there's a lot in radio that you, know, you want to be able to see either the person that's hosting or the person that's running the board. Sometimes you, you can't verbalize what you want to do over the air, and you kind of just point to the person, you are missing those cues when you're at home. Yeah, and it shows on the, on the air. Now, I don't know. If I call on Buzzy, for instance, I don't know. Is he right at the microphone, or is he screening a call, or is he making an adjustment in a different place uh, where public can't see him? I don't know. And so you just got to go for it and hope for the best. Although it's easier now since there's nobody in the building. <laughs> you can true. find plenty of places to go for adjustments. No, you could do an adjustment in the middle of the sales department and nobody would know it. In the lobby. <laughs> in the welcome to intercom right under the sign. In fact, we should do that and, and send it in uh, to intercom uh, headquarters, our, uh, our parent broadcasting corporation so they can see how we're getting along during this uh, tough time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh but i don't think we're gonna do that no uh let's go to uh, who's next terry in texas one of our favorite callers terry is on line three terry you're on wben yeah sandy 
Honestly, I, and I never really have, so it's even more so now. I, I really don't care what the president tweets. I, we need somebody to speak up for us that's in the national spotlight because obviously everybody else is going to kowtow and, and pander and, you know, get on their knees literally and figuratively for whatever movement we're all supposed to be uh, sacrificing ourselves for in the country for. So if he wants to tweet that, that's fine. And to be honest with you, I believe him. They're going against him and saying that, you know, what a crock it might be that he said that. But it reminds me a lot of when he said that, you know, Trump Tower or his campaign was being spied on. They said the same thing and had the same reaction. And he was right. And he's right about a lot of things that he tweets about, regardless of what any of these news agencies lead us to believe. You know, he really is right. And, I, and thankfully, there's at least one person that calls it how, how they see it out there, because everybody else is just ducking and dodging and, you know, pandering like the Democrats with those African scarves. I almost feel like that's racist. If you go by their guidelines, I feel like what they did was racist. And, you know, I wish there would have been a photo opportunity after that picture of Nancy Pelosi on her knees was done because I wanted to see how many people it took to help get her old, gnarly self up off the floor. (laughs) Well, first of all, I think you're right. I think it's almost embarrassing that they would wear those scarves, which have meaning to the uh, minority community, wear them all on the same day. It's so obviously pandering. They know that they're losing the black vote. That was well before any of these problems occurred. And now they're pandering. It's, it's embarrassing. It, it really is. And here's what I'm thinking about that tweet. When the president talked about the fact he might be Antifa and that he took a harder fall than was, uh, uh, was recorded, he must have gotten that information from somebody up here. Somebody talked to him, but I don't know who. He wouldn't have just made that up out of whole cloth. I, I don't think there's a chance in hell that those two policemen are going to be uh, convicted of that, uh, of that charge. No, I, I hope not. And to your other question, you know what? I don't look at the police the same as I used to. I look at them at an even higher light and have even more respect for them right now because if you're a man or a woman that gets up every single day and puts on that uniform knowing exactly what's going on in this country right now and how you're perceived and how you're being, you know, uh, lied about and portrayed in the media and you still get up every single day and put your life on the line to defend your community and to at least try to fight for, you know, what's right in some form of justice, then my hat's off to you, and I support you 100%. And I got no shame or qualms about stating that publicly, in person, on the radio, on social media. And to my job, if it were to cost me that, I wouldn't care because it's coming to a point. I'm beyond the level of disgusted at the state of this nation right now because we're it's like the death by a thousand cuts. And I hope to God that... People that can vote and people that can do right, I'm not advocating violence, but people that can fight the good fight and make sure that this country doesn't burn in hell with the way these Democrats want to run it uh, are going to stand up for what they truly believe in and do what's right because I'm, I'm seriously disgusted. And if, you're, if people are walking around whistling Dixie, whistling Dixie, pretending everything's all right, then you're obviously ignorant because right now we're in a you know, proxy war of some form and a tug of war for whatever's going to happen in this nation. People need to wake up if they hadn't already. Well said, Terry. As usual, we can always count on you. Thank you for the call. 
Yeah, I feel the same way about cops because I've had uh, cops in my plus column for a long time. I have uh, two former cops that are longtime friends of mine, Uh, certainly Vince Delgado, uh, who retired from the sheriff's department, is a dear friend, uh, and Debbie, his wife, uh, and Bob Dossinger, who retired from the New York State Police, uh, uh, friends of mine, uh, personal friends of mine. I, I hold them in the greatest esteem and respect, and uh, uh, that's, that's just the way it is. And right now, I, I love Terry's passion, and I love what he says. He's got content. He's got the passion to back it up. I, I look for that. Maybe it's because of my background. Because I grew up in, a, in an Italian family, I like a little passion. I'm not a, uh, uh, a guy with, uh, you know, a sweater with the patches in the elbow and a pipe uh, sitting in, a, in a, a chair and a piece of bamboo furniture discussing intellectually the issues of the day. Damn it, you want to get out there and take care of it. And uh, we're at a position, as Terry said, make no mistake about it, I think. We're at war. We are at war, and we're at war now. We haven't had anything happen in a couple of days, but believe me, those couple of days, uh, uh, the bad guys were not taking a vacation. They'll be back louder than ever. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBEN. Let us go to uh, line four, and that's Mary in Lancaster, one of our regular callers. Mary, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Mary. I like your um, idea about the uh, defund and defend. Yep, take the U out of uh, uh, out of defund, put an E in there, and you got defend the cops. You know where I you know where they should take that U, cross it out, and put the E in there. But take the U and put it over up and say U defend. Oh, I like that. Use the U for you. I like that. Good. It. That's it. But uh, I'm. I'm glad you're doing this topic and i want to give make room for other people but my whole thing is um i saw that in tucker carlson and i finally got back to the library yesterday to use my use their my taxpayer funded computer and um i i got to see more importantly i got to see my old friends you know like the people that i i met through the library using Good. The and they're like me Th- they were so glad that finally we can use the computer but these democrats you know, it's, it's a perfect term you're using is pandering. You know what? During this pandemic, they are fueling the fire of hate with their pandering and all this, you know. And they should be embarrassed. They're wearing those uh, scarves, which mean a lot to the uh, minority community. They wore them all the same day. I don't think of that as a unified movement. I think of that as a pandering moment of how can we convince more blacks to vote for us in the next election. You know, that when, that, when uh, I was watching, people should watch uh, MSNBC and CNN because uh, Chris Cuomo, the governor's brother, had this woman from, uh, you know, I guess Minnesota, where, where they defund the police, they voted to defund the police, and he had this blank look on his face, and she's... T- defending that, what they want to do, why they want to defund, you know, defund the police and everything. And he just sat there. Here's the brother of the governor of New York State, you know, condoning getting rid of uh, police, you know, defund the police. And where are they going to put the money? Into schooling and housing. You know, what the hell? Why don't they put, you know, and as far as these protesters go, uh, I'm so glad I heard about that little bakery. They're doing good. That's yep. good purpose for 
uh, you know, this this GoFundMe stuff. This is you know, these actors and actresses that are uh, GoFundMe go for uh, defense funds for these rioters and protesters. And bail and bail money, yeah. They don't even know who they're bailing out, by the way. But the, the point is, too, I think I suggested this before uh, to you. The that the, you know that uh, GoFundMe, they should get a website and make those people and direct redirect those funds for the defense of the protesters and rioters should be de- you know de- redirected to defending and rebuilding those communities that were destroyed by them. Well, do you believe the mayor of Minneapolis wants uh, the federal government, which would be uh, Donald Trump? Uh, to make good, like fi- I think it's like $50 million in damages there, caused by them, by the way, and now he wants the federal government, uh, us, to rebuild it. The hell with that. Right. Rebuild it one toothpick at a time, as far as I'm concerned. The president should get, redirect those funds to the people that were, you know, the businesses that were lost and destroyed. And as far as, you know, the... I'll let you go pretty soon. The the fact of uh, destroying the the statue of Winston Churchill isn't that wonderful? You know, England, and they they are being overrun by these you know Muslim groups and everything else. Well, remember, remember, President Obama within the first a couple of weeks, I think, took a statue of Winston Churchill that was a gift from England to the United States and, and sent it back to England. Right. Uh, can you can you imagine that? How classless that would be. Uh, and, and I think Obama's the start of a lot of this stuff. Uh, he, he every one of his speech uh, had as the underlying theme: How come they have something you don't? And uh, it and it, that was eight years of that crap. But no solutions. The, uh, no solutions at all. Have to let you go. But I love my my police, and I, I'm I'm glad you're asking. I want people. I saw that thing about uh, Tucker Carlson. I love that. And people have to, like, like in the movie, you know, network. Get I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. Keep telling people, like, everybody has a website now. Nobody has a phone number or address, or they do have addresses, but they always have a website. I don't mind. Do you ever try, ever try and get a hold of anybody on the phone? Well, useless, useless. Nobody ever answers the phone. I don't. It all goes to voicemail. While they decide if you're worth talking to, I I don't leave uh, messages on answer phones. I just don't do it. But the other thing is, I say, you know, I tell people, and they they think it's good, and you can use this yourself. I say, shove your website up your app. Oh, oh, good. Hey, wow, there's a little fire there in the boiler there, Mary. Thank you, thank you for calling. <laughs> Tony, were you surprised that Mary is getting a little feisty? You know, I think a lot of people are right now, and I think a lot of people are uneasy. A lot of people are upset as to everything that's going on in our country. Uh, we see what's happening, and we don't like it. No, we don't like it at all. Uh, and uh, somebody brought up a good point. Uh, you know, it all blends in together uh, like this. But how come we don't have a lot of national voices outside of the president? Uh, take the president, set him aside. But besides him, we don't have many national voices speaking out. We really don't. If Fox didn't exist as a uh, as a network right now, think about it. Where would we be going? Uh, we have our radio talk shows. We have Rush Limbaugh. We have us, obviously. But where would we be going? There's not a lot of places to go. Now, where do you guys get your news outside of us? Well, I on Facebook, they have a... Uh, 
thing, you know, your pages that you like, and then they suggest some. And I found a lot of uh, really good, I don't know if they're a podcast, but short videos that they've been posting, and it's content by the Hodge Twins, who are absolutely hysterical. Uh, Candace Owens, who, by the way, was suspended again by Twitter. Uh, let's see, Ben Shapiro, absolutely brilliant. Tucker Carlson. She didn't meet their standards at Twitter? Or? I don't know what this one was about, uh, you know, they're after her constantly, so it's no surprising. And by the way, you know, we hear from the left, oh, the right, they're, they're just so racist. If you look at Terrence Williams, who's another one I follow, uh, or Candace, and you see the replies that they get, the most racist comments coming from the left. Amazing, isn't it? How about you, Buzzy? Outside of us, where do you get your news? Uh, a little bit of everywhere, you know? I mean, I... I take all my news sources with a grain of salt, so I, I will go to CNN. But Careful, I, you're getting too much salt and you're dying. I've been Your told. Your doctor said that, uh, that grain of salt is way over the top. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, but, but CNN, you know, you, you know they have a bias, and I watch that, and sometimes it gets the blood boiling. But I will also watch Fox. I'll watch NBC News. I try to get a good sampling of what everyone has out there, and then, you know, take my own opinion and, and come to the conclusion. Uh, but I think if you just go with just Fox or just CNN, I don't think you're getting a fair look. Usually the truth is somewhere in the middle. I keep trying. I keep trying. Every once in a while, I'll try to go to uh, CNN or MSNBC. I can't last five minutes. I cannot last five minutes watching those networks because, it just, uh, because I, I don't have my microphone with me. I don't have my show with me. It's just me and the cats or uh, Bernie. Uh, Bernie is getting used to that. Uh, but the bottom line is I, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. It's such an obvious facade, such an obvious fake many times, and just totally the opposite of uh, anything I think is real or realistic. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the congressional Democrats wearing the traditional African scarves. Are they pondering for votes? Uh, they were given the scarves as a gift, okay? Isn't it amazing that we never saw one person wearing that scarf before that gift? And now, one day, they all showed up wearing the scarf. So that scarf is important to uh, African Americans, uh, and it should be uh, worn with some kind of meaning, not just, not just pandering. Not just pandering. And President Trump, his, his, uh, his tweet about Marty Gugino, was it better left unsaid or is he right on the mark? And with all the things going on, do you look at the cops any differently than you used to? We're back after this. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Like a volcano, I guess. And we are back with Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. You think I'm? Uh, you think I'm going stir crazy, Tony? You, 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 think? you need a vacation. I thought <laughs> I needed one. No, you need it. Well, you're not sitting in here between a large metal object and a huge uh, computer desk. I'm wedged in between. I can't. I can't whack my hands out like I usually do in the studio. Can't pound on the on the surface of the. Ah, just oh man, you're right. I need a vacation. Now let's go to JJ in Amherst on line one. JJ, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. Hi. Hello there. What's on your mind today? Well, I have a couple of comments. One, your your thing about the cultural appropriation that Congress had done. And yep. It's kind of interesting because they're total hypocrites, but. There have been a lot of people now, it, it seems that if a white person say you want to wear your hair in an afro or you want to wear the the braids in your hair like Bo Derek did in that movie 10. That came oh, yeah, I remember that. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Well, now you'd be appropriating their culture as opposed to looking at it like, well, gee, I admire their hairstyle. I want to emulate that. That's a good thing. Instead, it's turned around that it's, an, it's a terrible thing, and how dare you take our culture from us? Well, you got to know this. Everybody unloads everything they have in a situation like this. This was a perfect storm for this because we had a horrific crime that there was video and we could see it, and 100% of the nation thought it was horrific. And uh, you, you also had a, a, a white cop doing this horrific thing to a, a black man whose last words were to call out for his mother, which will reach anybody. You had all of that happening. And so anybody who's had any hidden animus towards anybody else, they bring it out now because they think it's safe to bring it out now under the guise of what happened uh, uh, to George Floyd. And you get the usual suspects, the ones that we're used to seeing, plus you see others uh, doing the same thing. So... Trying to express any admiration or trying to express any sorrow, you can forget it because it's not going to be accepted. It's going to be looked at as pandering. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to give you another example. There were a couple of girls who went to Mexico. I think they were in Portland or Seattle. They wanted to start a Mexican food truck. So they went to, to Mexico to learn how to make the Mexican food, tacos, etc. And so when they came back, they talked about, you know, they were had talked to some Mexican ladies, and then they had even peeked through one's window as she was making her, whatever she was making. Well, it was an absolute outrage. And these two girls, who were white, happened, were hounded out of business. They they ended up having to sell their food truck, and you can forget it. How dare they misappropriate, or, or I should say appropriate, the culture of the Mexicans? It's absolutely ludicrous. You can't say anything. You can't think anything. You can't wear any dress. You can't do anything if you're white. If you're not white, well, then, you know, 
the world's your oyster now, and you can do and say and think whatever you want. And how about kneeling in front of somebody? Oh, that is uh, that is so outrageous. I, I can't even tell you. Oh, I agree a thousand percent. You'll never find me prostrate on the ground for anybody at any time unless Jesus Christ came back, and then I'd be willing to do that. Well, if he did, we'd announce it, and hopefully I could. Can you imagine interviewing Jesus Christ? Well, I don't know if I could. I don't know if words would would be there for me. Uh, But anyway, thank you very much, J.J. I I liked your contribution today. Thank you so much. We're supposed to have white guilt. And if you don't have white guilt, it's too bad. And the word reparations comes into play a lot. Well, first of all, let me tell you something. I have zero amount of white guilt. First of all, my parents uh, on my father's side came from Finland. The, my parents on my mother's side came from Italy. I'm half Finnish and half Italian. None of them were here during slavery. There is no person walking the earth now that was alive during slavery. So there's nothing, nothing to be guilty about there. I have never made any attempt to shortchange anybody, no matter what their color is. And so I refuse to have any guilt. I do not have any. I'm sorry. I don't have any guilt, and I'm not going to pay any reparations anytime soon. I'm just telling you. It's just the way it is. I, uh, I just think it's, this whole thing is it's, it's like go to the closet and get everything out of the closet that you've had hidden away all these years, and this is the time to do it. Uh, the year is 2020, uh, and we'll never forget it because this is where it's all coming out of the woodwork. Uh, anything they've ever wanted to say is being said now. Uh, but we are not second-class citizens. Blacks are not second-class citizens. Latinos are not second-class citizens. We're all in the same class. And uh, don't, uh, don't lower yourself to believe you have to pander to somebody else to, um, uh, to get rid of your white guilt. I hope you don't have any white guilt. I hope you've never done anything in your life to earn it. But I haven't. I'll be damned if I'm going to get it. How about you guys? Tony, you got any white guilt? No, not at all. Uh, my family is from Italy. My father came to this country in the early 50s. Uh, no, there's no white guilt. I like who I am. Uh, I like my friends for who they are. I don't paint everybody with a broad brush. I believe everybody are everybody is different. There are talk show hosts that are different. There are priests that are different. There are police that are different. Not everybody is the same. We are all uniquely different. Why don't we celebrate that? Bingo. Now, I'm going to ask Buzzy, but ever since I saw Buzzy in that uh, Speedo... Uh, then I think there's a guy who should have white guilt. Uh, Buzzy, do you have any white guilt? I, I don't, Sandy, but I am going to say this. I, I do think, you know, we're, we're seeing the protests in the street, and obviously this is something we've talked about now for the last two weeks. Uh, I do think a conversation needs to be take place. I had this discussion on Friday uh, where we can hear, you know, that everyone sees life differently, right? And obviously um, there those discussions need to be made so we can better understand 
uh, where other people are coming from. The only thing is, I feel we're not having that conversation. I feel instead everyone's arguing with everyone else. But I'm, I'm going to say I don't have white guilt personally. However, I do see the need to have a conversation and understand where everyone's coming from and how we can better life for everybody. Well, I have no problem with that. Uh, but an example I'll use is if a white cop pulls over a black guy on a, on a, a road stop and something happens there, I don't assume that guilt because the cop happens to be white in this instant. Because I didn't condone it, I don't approve of it, I didn't know about it, I have nothing to do with it. You can only uh, get involved with things that you have uh, something to do with, uh, either directly or indirectly. But I, uh, if, that's, uh, if we're supposed to all assume it because some people have done it, I'm not buying into that. Does it come down to perspective? I mean, you know, I have a different, I'm going to have a different way of looking at life because of the way I grew up, oh, sure. where I grew up. Absolutely. Same, you would be different, Joe would be different, and but none of us can relate to what it's like to be a black man and to have people looking at you or treating you a different way. So we don't have that perspective, and Joe talks, and rightly so, talks about we need to have discussion. These are the things that we need to talk about. These are the things I want to hear about. Uh, absolutely true. That was absolutely true. We'll be back with more right after this. Hey, what do we have? It's right here. The WBN 7 first alert forecast today. Cloudy and 86. Tomorrow cool and 69. And Friday dry and, uh, and uh, 70. Okay, that's it. Boy, thank heavens somebody finally recognizes something. You know, it's nice to be recognized for something. And Bernie and I, we're, we're almost weeping. Because I got a great compliment on my text line. That compliment says, Sandy, boy, working four, uh, three hours a day, four days a week must be a ball breaker. Yes, it is. Thank you for recognizing that. Isn't that nice that somebody recognizes how hard this shift is? You know it would be even a little bit better? <laughs> working three days a week or working two hours a day. I got, and you know what? It only took me 60 years to get this job. It's amazing. It is amazing. It really is. I'm in three <laughs> halls of fame just because I could show them when, uh, when they asked me if I wanted to work here. It's, uh, I'm so glad they recognize it, Tony. And they say probably the same thing about you. And your hours are longer, but you have intense work. And Buzzy... Uh, who has been on every? Uh, he's been on everything but the test pattern uh, on WBN. Do you know so, I I have run every show at the station. I have been in my career in every shift except the all night show, <laughs> everyone, and, uh, and so I kind of know what's going on there too. Well, let me but tell you something. That, yeah, when you're sitting in that chair and you're the only person in the building at night. And it's you and George Norrie on the air. <laughs> Stuff happens, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, ske our schedules are crazy. I remember, and I think we've mentioned this one before, I did four radio stations in a 24-hour time period. And I don't that's know if that's ever been done in Buffalo Radio. That's right. You were doing play-by-play -play on XRL. Yeah, it started yeah. at KB, you and I, uh, uh, that uh, crazy guy show. that was on in the morning there. Nevereth. Yeah, that's his name. And then we would come over here to BEN. I would leave BEN, go do a Lancaster game on WXRL, and then in the morning be back here on WGR doing Inside High School Sports. Wow. It's, uh, it's amazing. Uh, I, I've never heard of that before. Very, very good. 
Uh, but it's nice to know somebody appreciates it because when they say, boy, working at home three hours a day, four days a week must be a ball buster. Yes, thank you, it is. And I'm glad you recognize that. Thank you for the compliment. Every once in a while, we need a compliment, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a pie. Because <laughs> we, we don't make enough money not to have compliments. Would you rather we have need... a compliment or a pie? Pie. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to be able to compliment the pie. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Let's go to Daryl in Medina. Daryl is on line two. Daryl, you're on WBEN. You're a hard man to get a hold of. <laughs> Well, that's what the that's what the cops say. Go ahead. What's on your mind? I got to give you the compliment. Come on, Sandy. You guys are always cutting edge. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. I got to do that. Okay. Now let's get to the subjects. Let's do it. They're pandering. The the panderers. That's all it is. They know they're going to be up for election, and they know they're a deep doo doo. And, and let's see, after the election, if any of them are seen publicly wearing the scarf. They're wearing it because they think it might, they might get a vote out of it. And after they're done, they'll put it in the closet and forget about it. All right. Now, have you seen the video from across the street of the incident with the agitator? Uh, yeah, of course I've seen it. No, the one from across, not the one that everybody sees, the one from across the street. Across the street in where? At, uh, all right, if I, 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 I'm trying to think, that's why I asked Buzz, which way the front of the building was where Tim Wanger was standing. Oh, okay. Somebody took a video from across the street. Okay, no, I have not seen that. All right, you've got to see that video. Okay. Because that guy, that guy has done this before well he 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 telegraphed that he was going uh to try and get the police in trouble he said it before he even did it so there's intent right there and uh to charge these officers is ridiculous i think the uh the uh, da should be wearing panties to be honest with you i think he charged them simply because he didn't want to be criticized he didn't want to be the subject of people knocking on his door and looking in his window and his name being used in vain. So he took the he took the cheesy way out, didn't stand by the cops because they didn't do anything actionable. That that was just a nudge. It wasn't a hit. It wasn't even a push. It wasn't a shove. It was a nudge and the DA is a nudge for for uh, uh, charging them. Now, I got another one. Okay. I sat and I watched this video, uh, that video, over and over again. And last night I counted one, three seconds. We'll call it two. I counted three. One, two, three. He hit the ground. My wife, as a nurse of 37 years, said, "Ain't no way in hell that you would be, you would bleed that much from that injury." Yeah, there's speculation that he had some kind of a blood pack or something like they use in the movies or uh, to, to bleed some out of the ear, I guess. Now, there's one other one that I got thinking about. Remember the guy, The I'm going to say it must have been an officer, that came up behind the two guys and said, get moving. I, I wish we had somebody that could read lips. 
so we knew what the video was. That was what drove me, been driving me crazy, is the fact here there's, there's you were seeing the video, but we don't hear any sound. Hmm, you mean you think bad words were exchanged? I don't care if they were. Yeah, I don't either. That could be all important. you got to have civility. And, and anybody that, that uh, goes there to legitimately protest, that's fine. But if you go there looking for trouble, that's not fine. And that's exactly what he did. And uh, I don't think because he's, they keep stressing because he's 75, and the law says anybody over 65, you get special treatment, blah, 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 blah. But when you're looking, look, when you're looking for trouble and the cop is, is there and you're using the cop, uh, I have no sympathy for you. I'm sorry. I hope he recovers nicely. I hope he's back on his feet. He might be, uh, who knows, falling down in Buenos Aires uh, before the season's over. You re- Thank you. Uh, Got to run. Thank you very much. There's the music. We'll be back with more with Beach and Company. Scintillating conversation on my grueling three-hour show on News Radio 930. This is WBN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 